If we write books with a deep sense of responsibility, believing that the book is written for our future selves to read in the next life, then perhaps there would be fewer falsehoods in the world. And if the knowledge created within human civilization was such that its creator could honestly answer why it was conceived, then the culture shaped by this knowledge would not lead humanity astray. This quote might be a bit lengthy, but it came about while I was reflecting. I was searching for the why behind my own actions, which became the starting point for writing my book. We are Buddhists, but if we don't aspire for Nirvana, how should we navigate our lives without going astray? Thanks to the 10th Galama Sutta left by the Buddha, which states, Do not believe even if I myself said it, according to the Dharma transmission of Phra Dharma Kosakarya or Buddha Dasa Bhikkhu. How do we build our knowledge if we don't aim for Nirvana? The aforementioned knowledge quote is from my own creation. This message was conceived from the decision to write a book for myself in this and future lives nearly 20 years ago. Given my current perspective that in this lifetime, I have no desire to teach anyone anymore. All I can do is write. I write books and leave them for my future self to read in the next life. But this act also serves as a form of merit for others. Don't let your subconscious mind dismiss this vital information before your mind and soul reject the existence of this truth. Chapter 5. Journey of Life From Chapter 4, Uncle explained the mechanism of how we create knowledge, along with explaining how to understand easily when data enters our heads, which is to try to data that information into a diagram that we can comprehend ourselves. Uncle asked us to try creating a diagram of Chapter 3. And this is the appearance of the diagram of chapter 3 that uncle understands. Knowledge influences thoughts and thoughts influence ourselves. When we are conscious, the knowledge we choose to draw upon influences our thoughts and defines us. This is called we use knowledge and use of knowledge may lead to decline or prosperity. Is it the case that the use of any kind of knowledge leads us either down a path of decline or prosperity? Uncle mentioned this in another book. When we are unconscious, the knowledge that resides within us, which we are unaware of, still influences our thoughts, and ignorance becomes the determinant of who we are. This is what I mean knowledge uses us. This shows that the knowledge accumulated in our heads is of great importance. Uncle emphasizes once again that the term knowledge mentioned here is not limited to academic knowledge alone. Rather, it encompasses whatever we take and put into our heads, into our hearts. From chapter 3, we understand that our lives are guided by the influence of knowledge. It is our foundation. When we are conscious, we choose to utilize knowledge. When we are not conscious, knowledge utilizes us. The following paragraph uses two additional terms to enhance clarity in the differing language structures. Mimi-sti and mi-sti. Therefore, Uncle kindly requests that the meaning of these two words be preserved to the fullest extent possible in order to maintain the integrity of the process for us, the readers of this book. Mimisti and misti, mimisti. In English, it should be used most closely to the word not having consciousness, which Uncle gave the meaning. It makes it easier for us to consider ourselves, means that we are unable to answer why we do things in every decision-making situation. On the other hand, Misti, it should be used most closely to the word having consciousness, which my uncle gave the means that we are able to articulate and find why behind our actions accurately in every decision-making situation. Misti, 
as uncle seeks to convey through this process is a natural state of consciousness that provides us with the opportunity to reflect and recognize that what we don't know, it serves as the starting point for embarking on a journey towards becoming the Buddha state. In another sense, generally speaking, do human beings always have the ability to make decisions as soon as they are aware of themselves? Or in other words, we humans in general, most of them are self-aware all the time, whether have a decision? Hence, it signifies that most of us in life are predominantly in the state of Mimisti rather than Misti. Most of us humans more Mimisti time than Misti. Therefore, knowledge that has a significant influence on us is the knowledge that we use when we are in an Mimisti state. This type of knowledge is at a level where we genuinely feel its impact. In the final part of Chapter 3, Uncle emphasizes the importance of paying attention to our Singthi Rusuk. When something affects us, it is because it directly relates to our true selves. Once we become aware of our own identity, we can then proceed to consider and evaluate further. Where we stand, where we Rusuk, should we or should we not? In the initial stage, use your Sti to observe how you Rusuk. Then proceed by using your sti to question why you rusuk that way. And then continue with further questioning on how you should truly feel. In this process, the knowledge we have accumulated, some of which we may not be aware of, will be drawn upon. Our lives begin to change and we start to determine our own destiny. Indeed, it may seem challenging at first, but with practice, it becomes a part of who we are. Just like any skill or habit, continuous practice and repetition will make it more natural and ingrained in our being. So keep practicing and eventually it will become an integral part of you. Uncle recognizes the differences among people. Uncle believes in the words of the Buddha who stated that every human being can become noble through training. However, when we use this phrase, we often misunderstand it to mean that all humans are inherently different from animals and are noble animals noble beings. We overlook the essence of the phrase which emphasizes the potential for nobility through training. The understanding of life and the conduct of life of people who store knowledge in different ways in language is very different, even if there is only a small difference in language. For example, the sentence, humans are noble animals by training implies that humans must be trained to become noble animals. While the sentence, humans are noble animals, implies that humans are noble animals by nature. This small difference in language can have a significant impact on our understanding and conduct of life. Before delving into the next content, Uncle needs to explain another important term that must be transliterated so that we can use it to practice understanding. Own work, that word is the word Kyles. The general meaning of the word Kyles can be briefly explained to us as follows. Kyles is a Sanskrit word that means impurity or darkness in Buddhism. Kyles is a group of negative emotions such as greed, anger, delusion and attachment. Kilesa is the cause of all suffering and it can be eliminated by following the teachings of Buddhism. If we want to explain Kyles to, to people who are not familiar with Buddhism in a general way, we can say that Kyles is an emotion that causes us to suffer, such as greed, anger, delusion and attachment. Kyles is a bad thing, but we cannot eliminate it completely. We can control Kyles by being aware of it and avoiding letting it control us. For example, a greedy person may use their greed to work hard and succeed, but a greedy person may also use their greed to steal or cheat others. An angry person may use their anger to protect themselves and others, 
but an angry person may also use their anger to hurt others. A deluded person may use their delusion to seek the truth, but a deluded person may also use their delusion to deceive others. An attached person may use their attachment to love and care for others, but an attached person may also use their attachment to destroy themselves and others. Kyle's is a natural human emotion, but we can control it and we can use it to develop ourselves and others. Everything that has been discussed so far is basic knowledge about the term Kyle's that Uncle has provided for us. As for Uncle Uncle's advice to let us know the desires by ourselves, the proof of the existence of Kyle's is the time we make decisions. After doing something, we don't know why we decided to go down. When we have a point to observe the existence of Kyle's as Uncle suggested above. In order to get a sense of existing Kyle's, practice to perceive Kyle's easily. In the beginning, we need to recite this knowledge of Uncle as our own data first. Sing the Rusuk is the average of Kyle's. When we get to know and understand the word Kyle's in moderation, Uncle will provide us with another crucial piece of knowledge. One of the uncle's knowledge that is very important, let us recite it as our data first. That is the following knowledge. Uncle has three levels of people to remind himself. One, Kondimikil's thukan, Kondimikil's tukkan. Good people have Kyle's, everyone does. Two, Konpresrith rukilston, Konbprasert rukilston. Noble people know their own Kyle's. Three, Konekriyachkilsepen, Konjarunchaikilis bipen. Flourishing people use Kyle's for their own good. These three steps are uncle's set of knowledge to consider myself, so that I can remind myself why I did it. Do it because of what level? Let's continue with the following passage. In section 4, the process that occurs within us in creating knowledge is as follows. Rosuk, Kiddoru. This is a simple starting process. For example, in the field of physics, just like Newton, he became Rusuk of certain things, such as attempting to pull an apple down. He kept kid about it until he finally rue the force of gravity. This is just a brief explanation. The other process that happens when we receive knowledge is Ruk, kid, rusuk. For example, if we have never rusuk the force of gravity ourselves, we must first receive Newton's rue and then kid about it. However, if we kid about it too much and do not rusuk it for ourselves, we will not understand it and will not be able to explain the phenomenon. Over time, we will forget it because we have never truly rusuk it. The two mechanisms above are important because they allow us to fill our knowledge and create knowledge ourselves. One, ru kid, rusuk. Two, rusuk, kid. Knowledge ru has a great impact on our destiny, especially the knowledge that we rusuk feel or our mind stores as true and we feel that way. It is not just academic knowledge, but also everything we have learned and experienced in our daily lives. For example, our parents teach us not to cheat on others because it is wrong. We accept this knowledge without thinking about it until we feel that it is really wrong. When we are aware, we do not cheat. However, when we live our lives, we see friends who cheat on exams and pass every time are happy and get good grades. Friends who let others copy their answers are loved. We see people in society who cheat on their country and become rich. People respect them. We start to feel that cheating is okay. We feel that cheating is okay, but our knowledge tells us that cheating is wrong. In an era flooded with vast volumes of information, it's more crucial than ever to possess the ability to discern truth from fiction. 
As streams of data surge around us like tumultuous waves in an endless sea, a lone individual amidst a deluge of scattered information is attempting to find their way. The ability to navigate these waters becomes paramount. Without the vital skill to separate genuine information from falsehoods, our life's trajectory can be severely affected. As beautifully articulated in the truth quote from the book, read before the meaning of your life is lesser on page 204. In an era overloaded with information and a plethora of news, if we cannot revive such a skill, how are we to distinguish what is true from what is false? Reviving the human skill of creating knowledge is paramount for people to maintain the essence of life. This allows us to independently discover what is true or false. It is imperative not to be dismissive. Don't let your subconscious mind cast aside this crucial knowledge before your very essence rejects the reality of our current predicament. Don't let your subconscious mind dismiss this vital information before your mind and soul reject the existence of this situation. Let us not forsake the opportunity to seek solutions to this pressing issue. Read before the meaning of your life is lesser.